0: Michael Show, and we are glad you're here today. Thank you so much. Welcome to all of you uh, on the network, our friends in La Crosse, Eau Claire, Wausau, Marshfield, everybody joining us, our friends at Benomonee Marinette as well today, Shawano, Clintonville, Plattville, Milwaukee, uh, all of them. Uh, Good to have you on board. Uh, so I put, the, I, I, I put it out there because it was just an interesting discussion uh, regarding broadcasters that you kind of grew up with. So uh, if you've got some, shoot them to me. I, I thought uh, a lot of the answers that came across were were nostalgic and interesting. Um, uh, Chris Economaki, oh boy, I remember Chris Economaki with uh, Rick with um, the uh, the Indy five hundred. That was his thing. Sports machine has never been replaced either. I would agree with that. Yep. There's, there's a lot of good ones. I remember the sports machine. That was late at night. That was late at night. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow me there, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program. You can find us on Facebook, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, follow us uh, via live stream. All, same thing over on YouTube. Listen to the program, watch the program every day. Go to YouTube.com, subscribe for free. Bill Michaels Show, YouTube.com, Bill Michaels Show, and you can find us there. Twitch TV as well. So uh, Randall Cobb comes into the OTAs. He's there, and obviously one of the concerns is the wide receiving core. But Randall Cobb says, look, I'm at the OTAs because um, I'm getting kind of kind of old. Take a Take a listen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I love playing football, and I know that I can't play forever, and I know that time is is dwindling. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to savor in the last little bit of all of it that I can.
0: I had no idea that Randall Cobb was only 31. Now, I'm not going to act like he was 45, but I thought he was 34, 35. It seems like he's been around forever, doesn't it? It seems like he's just been around for a long time. I had no idea he was only 31. Oh, man. Uh, Randall Cobb, he did have a message, though, to the rookie wide receivers and guys like uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs as well.
1: Uh, Just making sure that they understand that they have all the tools. Um, they're, they're all special. They wouldn't be here if they weren't. Um, he, he has the total package. I was just being around him for the past week and seeing the, some of the things that he can do. Uh, he, he has all the tools. He's very gifted. Uh, it's about applying it, taking the, the stuff that he learns in the classroom, taking it to the field. Um, You know, he he has the tools. It's about refining those tools. And it it takes time. Uh, It's not going to happen overnight. And that's what I was trying to tell him on our ride up earlier today. Um, It's it's a process. And just enjoy the process and and have fun with it. Uh, Don't get so caught up in your head and uh, press and and think that it's going to happen overnight because it never does.
0: Interesting. And I sit here and I ask myself, Randall Cobb is there because, you know, he still has something to prove. But he's there because Aaron Rodgers wanted him there. That's his guy. Rodgers is not there. Cobb is. So what is Cobb doing? And when you listen to the words, you know, you hope that he has that capability of film study that he's a, a terrific teacher, a, you know, a, a film study 101 guru for the young guys coming into the NFL. But that's the kind of wisdom imparting from one veteran player to a young rookie player you want. Here's certain things to remember. Here's certain things to keep in the back of your mind, okay? You're here for a reason. It's it's not it, you, you've got to prove things, but now it's about focusing your skill. Now you're a pro. All that kind of stuff. Interesting. So what does Randall Cobb, at the age of 31, specifically, what does he work on? Coming Because he pretty much knows it at this point, but what does he work on when he gets to the OTAs?
1: What do I come out here and work on? Um, the same things I just told you. Uh, it's, it's, it's not about um, doing 100 things well. It's about doing 5 or 10 really good. And, and I make sure that I... Come out and continue to, uh, to push myself and, and to work hard and to make sure that I'm creating the standard. Uh, I think that's the most important thing for myself uh, and why I'm here is to create that standard for, for two young guys that's coming in uh, so they know what's expected and, and how we do things.
0: There you go. It's not about doing all those things well, it's about doing 10 or 10 things, 12 things really good. You don't have to do everything. Just do a few things really, really well, and then continue to get better from there. Um, But like I said, I mean, it's for Randall Cobb, he's a veteran. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, his route running at this point. I mean, he knows what to do, you know, and it's whether or not you actually do it. Or maybe there's a new technique or something that he wants to work on a coach with. But um, but, just interesting input. Just interesting input. At that point. Um, Then he was asked specifically because obviously Aaron Rodgers is not there. So it was put to him as Jordan Love. You know, now that he's seeing him again, is Jordan Love, does he he carry? It's one thing when you come in as the wide-eyed quarterback trying to learn. And then you've got all the off-season drama and Aaron Rodgers is coming back and it's like a big Aaron Rodgers-ass-kiss reunion last year. This year, Rodgers isn't there, but you know that Rodgers is the man, okay? But is Jordan Love walking through the door going, I got this? Is he more confident?
1: Yeah, I think the confidence is there. Um, you know, just watching him uh, process things a little bit quicker than he was before. Um you know, I've always thought he throws a, a great ball, uh, but it's about doing it with a defense in front of you and putting it in tight windows. And uh, you need OTAs for that. You need OTAs for those looks uh, so he gets more comfortable with going up against defenses um, and, you know, not just as a scout team quarterback, but, you know, having O-line in front of you and, and running back and receivers out there with you.
0: How about that? How about that? Uh, now, he didn't say... He doesn't do that well. But those are the things that I've been talking about. You know, Randall Cobb said, I always thought he threw a great ball. He probably does. I mean, every quarterback standing at the end of an end zone with nobody in front of him, trying to wing a 40-yarder out to a wide receiver, tossing a nice arc, that's easy. Always, Always thought he threw a great ball. But, as he states... It's about getting it into a tight window. It's about doing it against the defense. It's about, you know, so in other words, the things that he just doesn't do well, this is what he needs. And maybe I'm running cliff notes uh, a little bit harsher maybe than what Randall Cobb meant. But uh, I, again, I don't hear, it's what you don't hear. I don't hear anything. Ben, have we heard anything that tells us Jordan Love's a good quarterback? No, none. None. Has anybody said, you know, boy, I I tell you what, uh, I know Aaron's our guy, but when this guy gets his opportunity, he's going to be great. No. Has anybody ever said that? No, and I think even the lack of trade buzz around it tells us enough. Yeah. Nobody's ever said that. I mean, I remember people saying that about Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron didn't get off to this unbelievable start, and he wasn't like some kind of a, a matrix savant at the line of scrimmage the first day he took snaps under center. But you saw it consistently in practice. Guys were always saying, hey, this guy, this guy's going to be good. This guy just does things, man. He does things that scout team quarterbacks haven't done before. You know, he was beating the number one defense consistently. Nobody's saying that about Jordan Love. I mean, I I hate to jump on that bandwagon, but nobody's saying that. Meanwhile, Randall Cobb, uh, Matt LaFleur had said, uh, talked about more veterans being at the OTAs and, and better and more competitive, uh, the meetings and the practices and, and and creating that level of competition within their own camp. And uh, Randall Cobb reacts to that.
1: Yeah, that's always the case. Uh, we're a very competitive group of people. Uh, our athletes are. If you ever play the game uh, the way that we play it, it's, it's a certain level that you want to do it at. And when you want to go against the best, and when the best is there, you 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 know you, you, you kind of rise up to the challenge a little bit more. So... Uh, that that's always the case and you know with this entire offseason program that we doing that we were doing it was that was all it was about it's about the the mental process of being able to come out every day and not just show up and be here but excel and and push each other uh as a group uh we we know that as the more that we are connected together and the more we're willing to play for each other the more it's going to mean in the end
0: so I get it. It's it To me, it's all – that the Cliff Notes version of that is basically it's all about the camaraderie. It's all about the competition we place on one another, and it's all about holding others accountable in the camaraderie. That's it. That's it. So now, speaking of that and about giving you a different level of competition, for I think it's the third straight year, you are going to get a joint practice. This time it's going to be the New Orleans Saints. They're coming to town for a, a, a preseason game, and a couple of practices prior to that – uh, is are going to be uh, joint practices between the Saints and the Packers. Now, Malafleur loves it. He feels that's legit competition for his veterans. So therefore, they don't have to play as much in pre or at all in the preseason. Randall Cobb then went on to expound upon the thought of joint practices against the Saints this summer.
1: I think this is my first time, maybe second time. I don't really care for it, one way or another. Uh, I, I go out and play football, go out and have fun when I do it, and uh, whether it's against my teammates or uh, against another team, uh, you know things can tend to get more a little more chippy when it's another team. But as long as you got your brothers protect you, that's all that matters. So, can those
0: joint practices uh, do they kind of turn things up a notch, competition-wise and energy-wise, for the guys that are actually there in camp?
1: Yeah, you can get a little bit of taste of it um, with uh, joint practice, um, but but really, it's when you turn those lights on and you in Lambeau Field. When you go on the road and you want to, in one of these stadiums, that's that's where the real players come out and play. Uh, when the lights go on, it's different from being at practice and having a script and knowing what plays coming and studying for those plays. It, it's, it's different when you get out on the field. So um, that's where you find out who's who.
0: And last but not least, uh, Randall Cobb. Um, you know, and this is what I want to talk about because I think myself and many uh, of the national experts, so to speak, when it comes to the NFL, have talked about life after Devontae and whether or not this Packers team uh, is they are they going to even have close to the same level of weaponry as they have had in the past with Devontae Adams. And Randall Cobb talks about this team taking a step back.
1: I really don't care. I've been doubted my whole life. You think I care? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. You know, people people didn't want me here. I'm here. You know, people didn't want me in the league. I'm here. People didn't want me on the Packers. I'm here. You know what I mean? People didn't want me traded back here. I'm here. I don't care about what anybody got to say. I'm gonna go out and do what I'm supposed to do and have fun. It, put a smile on my face and and try to win some games.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, I mean, that's kind of the the attitude you got to take. Is I don't care. I don't care what people are saying about us. I don't care if they think I belong here or not. I don't care if they wanted me back here or not. I don't care if they. I'm only here because of Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if they think our wide receiving course stinks. I don't care. You know, that's what you have to say. That's the now whether you believe it or not. That's another thing, but that's what you have to say. That's the attitude you have to have is I I don't care. I don't care. doesn't matter. I'm going to go out and do the best I can. I'm going to be me and worry about the things we can control. And that's probably the message from Matt LaFleur inside the walls of 1265 as well. But I want to talk about that because I want to look at this in a grand picture as a whole because the question was to Randall Cobb, do you think your reaction to the experts who say that without Devontae Adams or Marquez Valdes-Scantling the Green Bay Packers offensively will take a step back this season? Do you think that? eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy? because I think that's a very fair question. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Social House, H A U S. Uh, On Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls, it is up, it is running, it's reopened. The grand reopening was last weekend. Tremendous, tremendous place. Really good food. They expanded the menu. They expanded the kitchen. They're doing a lot more things. And they have a tremendous Bloody Mary there as well, if you're going to head over there on Sundays. And pancakes with a mixed beverage are back. So you stop in there on a Sunday morning, you get your breakfast, and if you get a mixed cocktail, oh, yeah, free pancakes. How about that? Good, 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 good stuff. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this.
2: Covering Wisconsin
0: sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
2: Sometimes I get a good feeling.
1: Yeah.
0: the bill michaels show continuing on hey uh they got a win last night congrats to the uh, milwaukee admirals admirals back at it again tomorrow night they need a win need a win tomorrow night staving off elimination need a win tomorrow night then get one more win down in chicago and uh next thing you know they're on their way to uh continue on their quest for a calder cup good stuff the milwaukee Admirals getting a nice win last night hard fought win last night down at the UWM Panther Arena. So if you are uh, looking to head downtown this Friday night, get down there and enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Some Admirals hockey, some postseason hockey. Good stuff from our friend at the Milwaukee Admirals. Congrats to them. 877-867-1670. So here's the question. I just posted this, okay? Just posted this. When, uh, With the loss of Adams and MVS, will the Green Bay Packers offense take a step back this year? 62% 62% of you already and it's a very minimal amount of votes. Say no it will not. No it will not. 8778671670. Hit us up. Let's go to Rob listening to us in Wausau on ESPN radio up there in Wausau. Rob, how you doing, buddy?
2: Hey, good morning, Bill. Great to talk to you. Been a long-time listener, first-time caller. Just uh, right. an answer. I think that offense might take a little step back, and unless some of those young receivers develop a little bit, which I'm sure maybe Randall Cobb is in camp to help them do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, your your question yesterday also, I'd like to revert back to that and how they could adv- help those two rooms out a little bit. And I don't know if anybody's brought this to your attention, but um, two guys that wouldn't cost them any any draft capital and probably looking for good teams. No. Injury history from last year that were cut from their previous team. One, Emmanuel Sanders, and the number mm-hmm. number two guy is Kyle Rudolph.
0: Okay, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, he was that that uh, he was supposed to be kind of the red zone machine, and then uh, he just wasn't. I mean, because for whatever reason, Kirk Cousins just didn't look for him, and they ended up getting yeah. rid of him last year. And uh, I never understood that because I thought he was a pretty solid receiver myself. Uh, I don't know why they ended up cutting him loose other than the fact that maybe it was just going to be more money they didn't want to pay it. But I don't know why they didn't utilize him more.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Um, And then what I told your gentleman who answered, I have a connection to a very close childhood friend of Robert Tunyon and a a little bit of an update on his rehab. His rehab is way ahead of schedule. Uh, According to my source that Robert probably could be ready for week one however as we all know that the, yeah um staff there is very conservative and would might want to put him on the pup list until week four yeah
0: i would sense. i i kind of thought that's the direction they were going to go and you're right uh doc mckenzie has always been uh he's always sided with the player for long-term capability rather than the short-term uh, relief so to speak so uh, i get it man appreciate the phone call don't be a stranger okay all right, buddy. Take care. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Listening to us up in Wausau, ESPN Radio, 1230, 96.9. Good stuff up there. Glad to have our good affiliate up there in Wausau. oh oh Bill, it is ben, now. Then what do we got? It has now been corroborated by
1: two callers into the Bill Michaels show. Robert Tanyan is going to be ready for week one. According <laughs> to one person who saw him golfing. And another who knows
0: his doctor. Okay. There you go. Well, if it happens, you heard it here first. Put it that way. If it happens, you heard it here first. Some other breaking news was the fact that uh, Colin Kaepernick working out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Kind of felt that was going to. Remember when Mark uh, Mark Davis said that absolutely he would uh, welcome him into the organization if he worked out and they felt that he was going to uh, contribute? You know, so uh, kind of kind of thought at some point he may end up getting a workout, but we'll see if uh, Colin Kaepernick has anything left in the tank. He wasn't that good when he his final season, but after uh, him getting a little bit of a workout in uh, in Michigan. They uh, I guess they went ahead and said, oh, okay, he can still throw. He can still throw but it was funny cuz did you see his workout in michigan when they threw the when he threw the three deep passes i was there i was in the stadium oh that's right that's right that's right did was it just me or did his cuz he threw some wobblers
1: some of them were i will yeah. say he looked better than i thought he would look and the receivers catching the balls from him
0: were ridiculously horrible they like they couldn't track it enough where it would fall ten feet out of their range when it should have been right to them. Right. Um. Yeah. He he threw a couple passes deep that were ducks, and he threw a couple others that were were lasers. So I we'll we'll see. I mean, it, it, working out is a far cry from getting getting a spot, and getting a spot is a far cry from playing. If I'm Derek Carr, am I worried at all? I don't think so. No, not for a guy that's been basically out of the business for what four or five years. In the grand scheme of things, no, I don't think so. Um, but it, w- would it be good if Kaepernick got signed? I think it would because it would put all of this to bed. It would put all of the blackball stuff and all the every year the constant discussion, the constant "oh my god, he's working out again." It would put it all to bed. I hope, now this is just my hope, but I hope something Derek Carr does the COVID protocol or something. I don't know. You know, I, I don't wish he'll will on Derek Carr. But I hope that for two or three games, Kaepernick gets his opportunity. And he's basically what we thought he was from the last year he played in the NFL. He's an okay quarterback. He's more run than he is pass and there's that's pretty much all there is to the game, and that's it. So, so that way we can just put that whole thing to bed. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, uh, by all means, go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, got some emails to get to, too. Um, this one is from – who's this one from? This is from Gel Dog. Gel Dog says, hell no – Packers aren't a better team without Devontae Adams or MVS. They had one guy that could flat-out sprint down the field and another guy that could catch it anywhere. I think, if anything, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to work his ass off just to get the ball 10 yards downfield. Uh, this offense is going to sputter a lot because they don't have a threat over the top, at least not yet, until they prove that they do. Everybody's going to stack the box in short game knowing that they can't go downfield. That's that's why you got to have somebody. You know, even if Christian Watson isn't a guy that's going to haul it in consistently, if you have just a couple of catches deep, whether him or Dubs or somebody gets loose, even if it's Malik Taylor who's got speed, somebody's got to get downfield a couple of times just to keep a defense honest. That I would agree with. Uh, Our buddy Steve writes, uh, hey, Bill, first of all, good day. Uh, And first of all, thank you to all the veterans, hoping that you have a, uh, a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, this is a, this is poppy week. Please wear poppy to thank all the veterans. Uh, FYI, all the proceeds from the poppies go directly to the veterans. I'll be working the poppies in Grafton this weekend. Please donate when you can. Now for the uh, iconic announcers, seeing that's Memorial Day weekend and the Indy 500 is Sunday. I always love listening to Chris Economaki of ABC doing the race. I believe he teamed up with Chris Schenkel. They were so good. Who was the other one? Who was the British? I think he was British. The British driver. Oh, my God. From years gone by. I can't remember who it was. There was a if, you, if you're with me and you know what I'm talking about, help me out. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I cannot think of it for the life of me. Because Jim McKay was there, Chris Okonomacki, Shankle, and there was a British driver who had won it years and years and years prior. Oh, my God, I can't think of his name. If you can help me out, help me out. Oof. It was—I don't think it was David Hobbs, although I think Hobbs did some stuff there. Jackie Stewart, thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, you're absolutely uh, perfect. Uh, Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart was the other one. You are correct. Thank you very much. That was, uh, and, and again, you're right. Coming up, uh, coming up on Memorial Day weekend, always great when the Indianapolis 500 gets underway. Jackie Stewart, thank you very much. 877-867-1670. Hit us up if you want to do so. Phone lines are wide open at this point. Also, we got to say, speaking of wide open, our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley, yes, I know, out in Summit and Oconomowoc, you can see it. They're tearing a place down, but they're still open. They're tearing it down. They're gutting it because you know why? They're going to rebuild it up bigger and better than ever. Yes, they are. By September, you won't even recognize the place. But right now, it's under massive construction. Doesn't mean they're not open. Still have the tremendous Fish Fry on Fridays. Still open for good Bloody Marys and all the beverages. Got a little music going on out there. And always a great stop on a motorcycle ride as well. You don't have to be a motorcycler to be there, but it's always always nice when you do. Sit in a big giant chair, take your picture, all that kind of good stuff. Stoley's Hog Alley is Stoles Old 109. Up in Watertown, two great places. Tell Jeff and Alicia we said howdy. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio
1: Network.
0: Sunday, September 4th, we have our motorcycle ride at Benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin, which is um, kind of a home away from home for military veterans, their military members, their families. Uh, during that time of need, it's located at the VA, and um, it basically is a place for the families to go and be with their loved one at a time of need, and they can do it cost-free. And it's everything from shuttles over to the VA, uh, there is a uh, kitchen service there is you know the the free you know hotel room basically it's it's more than a glorified hotel it's it's beautiful and the house was built some years ago there's been over 3500 families that have been served and and that's rent free i mean that way when uh, something happens you don't have to worry about paying for a hotel room and rental cars and all that stuff you just get into town and sometimes we can even get you there but uh, it's for those of you that are outside of the 50-mile radius of Milwaukee, and hopefully we get a chance to uh, get back on the list and build one out in Madison as well. We're trying to finalize that deal also. so uh, And then we'll be you know fundraising for that all over again. But uh, it has been built and maintained by you, uh, by the community. You've done a tremendous job, and every year we all come together and we do a motorcycle ride in, ho- in honor of those veterans, the military members and their families, and we raise some money for them. And it's a great time. And it's going to be Sunday, September 4th. Sunday, September 4th. For all the information, go to FisherHouseWI.org. That is FisherHouseWI.org. And it's brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, also our great friends and new partner at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. And they have come up big for us this year. Thanks so much to Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. And the coolest thing about that, they approached us. We don't have to go out and solicit and try to track down sponsors. Sponsors have been coming to this thing for a while and wanting to be a part of it. And there's only so many spots we have available. And Potawatomi came to us this year and said, we want to be a part of this. So kudos to them. Also our friends at Bud Light, who have been on board since day one, MKE Brewing Growth Law Firm. Uh, They have all been uh, great supporters and great sponsors uh, of that particular program. And then thanks to our stops this year, which is the Rock Complex in Franklin, Uh, Also, our friends down at Alpine Valley, the resort, which is uh, we're still working out the details down there. And uh, then Knucklehead, uh, which is going to be in uh, Eagle Palmyra. And then the day after that, we're going to head to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, where we've got a lot of... Great uh, great details still lined up for you there as well. But uh, we can't do this without you. So if you see it right now over on the Bud Light live stream, just scan the QR code and you can get registered. Otherwise, I can give you a, 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 a site to go to. That's just simply Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. And you can be a part of it. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Or just simply Fisher House WI.org in the events page. There you go. Uh, Jason said, well, the Packers still have the deep threat with Aaron Jones. How many times has this guy caught a deep pass down the sidelines? Watkins is old, uh, but he can still go deep and be a deep threat. Also, I think that people need to chill uh, because when the preseason starts, we will have plenty to talk about uh, with the needs uh, of what we need and don't need. I think the deep threat is uh, going to be one of them. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That's from Jason. Um, Well, let's see here. Oh, okay. Uh, Gary said, hey, Bill, uh, Trish and the gang from Pewaukee Sunset Grill was just featured on CBS 58 with Nicole Coughlin. First of all, Nicole Coughlin's great. She's doing these, like, hometown features where she's going out into all these little different towns, which is fantastic. I wonder if Nicole asked Trish if she has the leather pants still. That's all I want to know. That's all I wanted to know. There you go. (laughs) But that's great that they're being featured. That's huge. Good for them. Really cool place, too, out there on Pewaukee Lake, by all means. 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Find us. Um, What is this? Oh, my God. Ray Liotta the actor best known for playing the mobster Henry Hill in Goodfellas, has died at the age of 67? Wow. That's amazing. Now, I know, you know, he was 67, and in the movie Goodfellas, he obviously was a lot younger. But, wow, Ray Liotta has passed away. Damn. Now you really feel old when the guys from Goodfellas are starting to starting to pass. Man. Ray Liotta also played uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson in the movie Field of Dreams. Did you know that, Ben? I did, actually. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah, the guy that played Shoeless Joe in the Field of Dreams, Ray Liotta, has passed away at the age of 67. Damn. That's uh I and mean, that's sad. He died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic where he was filming a movie called Dangerous Waters. Wow. That goes to I mean I, I my assumption is then nobody would have even thought that he had any health issues. Right? If he was filming a movie and everything seemed good just to go to sleep and not wake up, damn. That's amazing. That's amazing. Ray Liotta passing away. Um, Dave says, uh, you got the, uh, the big unit cruiser again this year. We do. Uh, I don't know which one it's going to be. Uh, we have not gone down and, and uh, been to see my buddy Scott down at Kunis just yet uh, because we haven't needed it. So it is going to hit the road, mm, I think, the end of June. We're going to be back out in it? Yeah. We're going to hit the road in June, and we'll be back out then. I think our first appearance with it is actually going to be NASCAR weekend up at Road America. And then after that, um, God, let me think here. We'll be on the road in Sturgis for sure. And at the end of July, oh, the end of July, yes, uh, we are going to be taking a... Um, I did a charity auction, and we auctioned off tickets to go see Jimmy Buffett for the party. And the tailgate is actually in the RV. So to answer your question, yes, we are taking, uh, um, I think it's six winners, Kristen and I. Kristen and I and two other friends are taking six charity winners to tailgate, party, have fun, go see Jimmy Buffett, and then we're taking them back home. So we're going to do that as well. So that's probably three of the bigger appearances for the RV this year. 877-867-1670. Man, crazy news. Ray Liotta in Goodfellas and played Shoeless Joe Jackson in the movie Field of Dreams. Has passed away at the age of 67. Mm, damn. It's going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got more coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to be talking some NBA as uh, you've got the postseason still in full swing. Eastern Conference Finals last night. Uh, Boston. I'm not going to say shock me, but because uh, we had said, look, if I'm going to bet on it, I'm probably going to bet five bucks about about the max. But Boston's uh, held steadfast last night, man, second half of that ball game. Tatum and company just took over. And so, uh, so now it goes back to Boston. The Celtics are up three games to two. And uh, now you just uh, kind of wait and see if they're able to close it out in Beantown. In the meantime, you would assume Golden State closes it out tonight. Mavericks backs are against the wall, but it goes back to San Francisco this evening and uh, game five coming up this evening between the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and then ultimately the finals. We'll talk a little bit about uh, about the all-pro team uh, or the all-NBA team with uh, Giannis getting 100% of the votes. And uh, we're talking some Packers football right now. Do you think that the Green Bay Packers, the way it stands right now, without MBS, without Devontae Adams – do you think they take a step back? Yes or no? After 139 votes cast in only about 25 minutes, 59% of you say, nope, they don't take a step back. 41% say, yes, you think that they do. I think, and again, when we talk overall, okay, we're talking overall offense. Do I think they take a step back? No. No. Um, now... There, uh, today on GetUp, the big discussion was whether or not Aaron Rodgers should be at the OTAs to build the chemistry with the new wide receivers and Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs and company, should he be there. Um, at some point, you will see Aaron Rodgers in camp, I'm, I'm 90% sure, prior to training camp. There are, you know, I mean, we went back and listened to what Peyton Manning had to say about the importance of getting on the same page with new guys when he went over to Denver. And he, as he stated, it wasn't necessarily about the the OTAs and what was going on on the field. It was about getting to know these guys off the field, how they think, personality wise. Guys you could talk to and chew out. Guys you couldn't. You had to treat differently. You know. So all of that being said, the question became very prevalent: Should Aaron Rodgers be at the OTAs, especially when you figure that the window will be closing? We're coming. We're you know if if this is the Kentucky Derby. The voice would then say, and down the stretch they come. This is it. You got a, you got a few more years left, and then that's it. that's the end of it. So should he be there, and should he be all in? That's the question. And I think uh, former players, they kind of say no. Former managers, general managers and such, say that, yeah, he should, because it benefits the new – it doesn't benefit Andrew Rogers, but it benefits the new guys and gets you on that same page, that chemistry and such. Uh, early on in the uh, in the process. You can expedite it that way, but we'll see. No excuses this year. No excuses. We'll see. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877 um, 867 Dave says in response to Ray Liotta passing away, a quote from grumpy old men when they heard uh, Chuck from the uh, bait shop passed away in his sleep, they replied, lucky bastard. Uh, team says a uh, carbon monoxide question mark. I, I don't know. I, they just said he passed in his sleep. Who knows? Who knows? I'm sure we'll find out, but who knows? Who knows as of right now? I don't want to speculate. Um, going back to the all-time announcers, Eddie Doucette, we did not bring up. Eddie Doucette was a good one. You are correct. There you go. And Ray Scott, go back to the 60s with Ray Scott. Man, that's a long time ago. That's uh, that's pre-me. John says, no, I think the Packers are going to be better this year, and it's going to be harder to predict its situational football and find that they have talent uh, and that they were underutilizing it. See, that's that seems to be the prevalent thought by many, is that because Aaron Rodgers' crutch was Devontae Adams' He didn't utilize the other talent that he actually had. Whereas now, you have to. You don't have the crutch. Your crutch is Randall Cobb, but you, Randall Cobb is nowhere near the talent that Devontae Adams was. So you're not going to find Randall Cobb sprinting down the sideline, being a, able to go up to the apex and get a ball. Randall Cobb's not as big either. So he's not going to be a guy that's going up to get a ball. He's going he's to be a guy that has to run a really good route, or when things begin to break down, Randall Cobb and Aaron Rodgers have always been good at improv because they just know it. They know each other. He's been really, really good in that area. But a guy like, uh, I think, Alan Lazard probably runs a better route. He's a very crisp route runner and very sure when he gets there. Uh, Now you just got to wait for the rest of the guys. Now, whether or not it's true that Amari Rodgers is in the, you know, this time of year has been, like, likes to put it, the best shape of his life. And he comes in ready to go. We'll wait and see you know and if he runs better routes and has better hands and better vision and has his opportunity this year we'll we'll, we'll wait and see we'll we'll wait and see 8778671670 uh is special teams fixed i don't know i i look at it this way can't get worse right can't get worse they were about as bad as bad could be it was the culmination of everything we had witnessed in the regular season that came to pass in that uh, playoff game against San Francisco. So it can't get worse, short of just Mason Crosby running up and just completely missing the football. Can't can't get worse. Don't know. Um, <laughs> Grant Bills chiming in. Did you see that, Ben? Grant Bills. Now, Grant Bills has made made an appearance uh, of thought, uh, a train of thought, yesterday on the program, and I saw that you retweeted that tw- train of thought, and then chimes in that he hears that uh, we're giving away some Jimmy Buffett tickets as the resident parrot head of our network. I want a spot on the RV. I have been going to Buffett concerts. Buffett concerts are different. It's because, not just the music. I mean, the music is is fun and stuff. It's not like it's going to be, you know, Grammy award winning consistently. But it's a party. It's just it's going to a party. That's what it is. Jimmy Buffett is not this musical act. Jimmy Buffett is a party. Always has been, always will be. And that's what it is when you go. It's fantastic. It's just it's just a fun time. <laughs> Grant Bill's chiming in. Grant, we might get we might get you down there. Might have to do that. I can see that happening. 877 867 1670. Colin Kaepernick in the meantime. Working out with the Raiders uh, sounds like it went well, and he did impress. Apparently, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, the door, as he says, is quote open for Colin Kaepernick's return, and it might be with the Raiders. Might end up being with the Raiders. We'll 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 see. But uh, Colin Kaepernick getting a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders now, obviously uh, on their depth chart. They've got Nick Mullins, Jared Stidham. Uh he came over from New England, and then Derek Carr obviously is their starter, and Chase Garbers, who they picked up as well during the uh, during the draft. Chase Garbers comes out of Cal. No, well, the Cal quarterback. But uh it it sounds like it went well. So who would he knock out? Nick Mullins? Jared Stidham? Does he become the backup to Derek Carr? We'll wait and see. Wait and see. But Colin Kaepernick working out with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders today. So there you go. So coming up in the next hour, uh, the top of the next hour, only a few minutes away, uh, going to be talking some Mavericks and Warriors. Coming up a little bit later on tonight, uh, we're going to be talking with Seth Part now, uh, and he's covering the NBA playoffs. So we'll talk with him about both, or all, really all four teams still remaining, the both teams that will advance, and then obviously. Uh, the Bucks and their untimely demise and we'll talk about what they need to do to move forward because obviously that's going to be a topic of conversation for the whole off season. and how because there's going to be a lot of teams looking for help a lot of teams looking for a shooter and a guy that can play defense on the perimeter and that's hey if you can shoot a basketball and you can drain it tickle the twine numerous times and play a little bit of defense you are in high demand let's be honest that's what everybody's looking for got to find a shooter got to find a defender can you find it in one guy that's the big question So we'll talk with him about what's upcoming for both the Bucs and obviously the teams that are still left. Mavericks and Warriors coming up tonight. Warriors leading three games to one. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, you've got the Heat and the Celtics. Game six in Boston. Boston leading that series three games to two after getting the win last night. Really turning it on in the second half of that contest. That one coming up tomorrow night, 730 7.30 Central Time on ESPN. So there you have it. We're going to talk some NBA. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill. And by the way, the final hour of the program today, we're going to have Mike Clemens for a little while too, uh, wrapping up the OTAs with us. So stay tuned for that. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.